I'm her sister Leslie, and this is But, but Actually, Actually We Can. Leslie and I are sisters. We're two right. of eight kids. Yes. And we're I'm number two, mm-hmm. and Leslie's number three, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And second and third in line to the yes. throne. And so we have a lot of funny stories to share. Yes. Basically, we wanted to just get together and talk about our lives and um, have a conversation that we have all the time, Yes, which is what's happening in our lives. Mm-hmm. We have the conversation about what the heck happened back in the day in our family. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about stories from our childhood and from our family history. Yes. Well, Three. Leslie, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay. I am third in line to the throne, like I said. Um, a middle child, introverted, um, yes, got married seven years ago almost, and we have three children already, so we got, we hit the ground rolling, and, um, that's, that's me. I mean, I, I, um, love Jesus, and that's my main, uh, goal in my life is to love him more, to know him more. And, um, and then my family, our fa- our family mm-hmm. of origin and our children and our husband are probably our main, mm-hmm. my main focus at this point. I'm a homeschool mom, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, is a whole nother thing. Which, we did, we have a big family. We did not grow up homeschooled. No. So we all give her all kinds of, all kinds of cripe for being a homeschool mom, but actually it's kind of awesome and you do an amazing job. Thank you. And also, like from my perspective, you are, Leslie, you've always been the chill, relaxed one who is happy to go along with whatever. Yes. Has the low-key, crazy best sense of humor (laughs) in the whole entire world and um, can really rip up a group text real good. Yeah. Real good. It's my favorite thing. I mean, I feel like it's been, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about my passions. That is one of my passions is like, I love comedy. I'm fascinated by comedy, comedic rhythm. The f- people who I think are the funniest in my life are people who can come up with something funny in the moment. I mean, impro- Im- improvise mm-hmm. and watching talk shows and watching people talk and the rhythms of their humor mm-hmm. and like how people tell stories. I love a good storyteller and um, texting is a great, it's like Twitter, but between your uh, yeah. six sisters, yes. it's like commenting on stuff and coming up with a little sound bite mm-hmm. of why <laughs> this is so funny and like, you know, highlighting something that you thought was really funny about what just happened like one of us telling a story about our kids doing something crazy and I love coming up with mm-hmm. just a little sound bite of you know my response somehow you have this ability to type out <laughs> words that aren't words like it's just a sound and you know how to like spell the sound exactly the way that we hear it but I've never been able to do that so you are a stay-at-home mom. You homeschool yes. your kids. Your mm-hmm. husband works from home. Yes, we're all together all the time. Yes, and you have three daughters. Yep, three Mir- daughters. Mirabelle. Iona and Laura Lee. Yes. Five, four, and two. Yes, and so I have three kids too, married. My husband is a worship pastor, and I lead worship with him and lead our worship team. <laughs> um, and I've stayed home with my three kids until my third one was born and then I started working 
for the church. And so I have a little bit more of a hectic pace to my life. Mm -hmm. And um, so we have a lot of fun catching up. And I have three kids. Clara Jane is eight. Josiah is six. And Atticus is two. And as we're going through our normal life, one of the big things that, you know, that you hear all the time is, oh my gosh, I can't even. And you know what? Sometimes we just truly cannot. Cannot. Like, Leslie and I, <laughs> we both can't care about what other people think. Can't, mm-hmm. like, can't make my, make ourselves, like, w- obligation is just a foreign word to me. Like, We're that's so, not how so... we've ever treated each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, if we want to be together, we'll be together. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sound, and, and at this point in my life, I am appreciating more people who do do things out of obligation and don't wait for the motivation to happen. They just do them mm-hmm. because they know they should. Um, I have a newfound respect for that because I'm having to do that in my life with children. That's just kind of what your life mm-hmm. is. Like, I can't feel like making breakfast for my kids. I have to, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and so that's what that's what this is about. Is yes. there's plenty of things that we can't even yeah handle. But the fact is, is that because we know that God's created us and given us this great purpose and these amazing people in our yeah. lives, whether it's our family yes. or our people that we lead, that we know we actually can. Yeah. So can. this is a new season of our lives, new. getting our big girl panties on, and yes, doing ma'am. hard things, doing things for other people, yes. but never out of guilt right or out of trying to create a specific reputation or yeah. impression on people yeah both of us and and really from my heart I want everything that I do, do to come from a sincere place of love and an outpouring of love and of God's given this to me and so I'm going to give it to you whether it's yes grace and mercy <clears throat> to tricky people yes or it's hospitality Yes. With little kids Mm -hmm. or um, other things. And so a little bit later on, um, I'm going to share. And and every time we we have a podcast, every... In every episode, um, we're going to talk about something that we actually can do. can do. And so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, I want to just ask you, Leslie, what is new with you? You know, we watched your kids yesterday. Yes, for the funeral. Yes. Troy, let your kids play Street Fighter. Is that what okay? What is that? <laughs> what is Street you Fighter? You don't know what Street Fighter is? I probably didn't know before. He has the new Nintendo thingy. I forget what it's called. It's like all the games loaded onto a Nintendo yeah. thing. And, he, and Street Fighter is like, you trust me, you know what it is. It's the two people fighting each other. <laughs> it's the like lady. Mortal Kombat? It's uh, Chun-Li who has the huge, crazy huge thighs. <laughs> And she's like, I'm sure they loved it. I'm sure they ate it. Troy said they loved it. And Troy, and then he told me today, he's like, You need to tell Julie. Uh You need to let her know. And I hope I didn't like rip my britches with Troy. You have nothing to worry about. (laughs) I've ripped my own britches on letting them see things they should not see. And I'm sure it was fine. (laughs) So we were at a funeral yesterday Mm -hmm. for um, a dear family friend of ours, Charlotte. Clark passed away, and so Chris and I had to, um, we led worship and ran the funeral, the memorial service at our church, and so Troy was so sweet to watch them, and I'm, listen, let 
him get them into whatever kind of hood rat stuff. I am all about it. Okay. So, Julie. Yes. What is new with you? Okay, well, first of all, can we talk about Little Women? <gasps> Leslie. Julie. The new... Okay, so we just watched the new Little Women the other night. And <sighs> it... Okay, so we're like old-time fans of the, the other one with Susan Sarandon. And is it Winona Ryder? Yeah. She's Joe. And... Claire Danes is Beth. Claire Danes is Beth. That's kind of the most important thing. Who is Meg? The actress? I know I can see her in my head. Is it? She's in Polly as well with... Yeah. Uh-huh. She's Southern. We gotta look that up. It's not Andy. It's not Andy. What's her name? McDowell? It's not Andy McDowell. <gasps> no, 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 not one. Andy. <laughs> I know you're it's talking the about. other one. She it's looks the other like one who looks yeah. like her. Yes, looks like her. So she's not southern. I like her, all right, but I don't love her. <laughs> you kind of can't love Meg though, because she's like shallow and what materialistic. I, but here's the deal. This is what I really appreciate about this new one. There's a. She still was. Um, she had her moment where you were kind of like, yeah, you kind of are a little bit of a. We're hoping for a better life than yeah. what you got. Right. But the. The new perspective, and it's not, it wasn't a change to me. It wasn't, I didn't feel like anything got twisted or changed. Okay. But Amy, I have a whole new respect for Amy. Kirsten Dunst was a fine little spoiled brat in the first one. Great spoiled brat. But Florence Pugh was absolutely, she kind of stole the show. She did. She was beautiful, but she was honest and um, a little bit more down to earth, but also very dramatic and funny and... Did hilarious things. I think um, that she was way more highlighted in this movie, and yeah. the 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 it was much more even instead of being just Joe. You mm-hmm. uh, the fir- the one yes. that we really loved. It was Winona Ryder's movie. I mean, it was like right. her being Joe. Well, and it kind of is. And here's the thing: Saoirse Ronan was she plays oh, Joe. She so she was incredible. She was incredible, but it was more shared. And, but her Spitfire, like I love her so much. Okay, so in our family, we have, there's eight of us. Yeah. Laura's the oldest, and then me, and then Leslie, and then Grace, and then we have a space, and then Mom had Clark, Jane Ann, and Scott. Mm-hmm. And then later on, our sister Taylor was 18 years old, and we can talk about this later on. Yeah. But she came into the picture. Yeah. When she turned 18, she came and became a part of our family. Sister. Yes, and she goes between Grace and Clark in the birth order age. Mm-hmm. But growing up, we had four girls first. So yeah. that was kind of, it's like the first four. Was little women. And then the three little ones. And we were little women, and Laura, except Laura was, Laura was Meg, and she still is. <laughs> God bless her soul. Leslie and I, Leslie and I kind of share the Joe title. And, yeah. And Grace tried to be Amy. And she's not as boring she's as not, Beth. Yeah, she's not. She's <laughs> and definitely not, not Beth. And not as good as Beth. They're always like, Beth, you're so good. Grace, is, Grace not is not good. <laughs> but she is the glue, for sure. <laughs> she is definitely she's the glue. She's the glue of our family. Yes, we figured out, though, that Jane Ann is the Amyest Amy. Oh, my God. Proof positive is that I wanted to kill her. <laughs> I did want to kill her. She never burned my manuscript, but I did want to she, kill her If frequently. we had had one, she would have burned it, though. Yeah. If she'd had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> and we were going to a ball without her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mad. Real But mad. I, w- I have been, I, we've all been each other's Amy, though, because I would 
go and sit in your car when you would go somewhere and be like, you're going to take me with you. And oh, you'd yeah, be yeah. like, get out. We talked about that, too, after the movie that we were like, we've all been the Amy. We've all been the Amy. Julie and I aren't really either of us truly Joe. No, but we have. But we have characteristics of. Yes. Of that. So that movie was amazing. Timothy Chalamet was. Skinny uh, boy power. He Skinny boy power. Okay. Oh, gosh. He's in The King. This, oh, this movie on Netflix. It's really good. And the live texting that was happening during that. I said, Julie, please live text me because I had watched it first. Yeah. And I was like, you must watch. Mm-hmm. And so she texted me and it was. And honestly, the biggest thing I got out of that whole movie was skinny boys power going No on. more skeevy little skinny bad evil little boy. Little cowards. No. No. Timothy Chalamet was a skinny boy. Awesome. <laughs> Skinny Boy King, and we <laughs> loved, loved it. He was perfect as Laurie. He was so good as Laurie. Also, he did a better job of, like, Christian ba- I was just so in love with Christian Bale. Yeah. That you couldn't, I didn't really see his flaws. With Timothy Chalamet, you really I see it. saw it. Yeah. I saw his flaws. Yeah. I saw how it wouldn't work between him and yeah. Joe. They don't really, she did, su- I feel like Greta Gerwig did such a good job of bringing it so uh, making it so uh, clear, the characters, mm-hmm. so much more clear than any other movie has. You're, you, She's using some artistic license to make it better. Like, that's what a great movie mm-hmm. really does. It's like, you can't be a book on the screen, but you can mm-hmm. make people understand this is what mm-hmm. this character is. He yes. is a drunken, um, precious. debauched, precious sad character who mm-hmm. lost his mother and father and who <laughs> needs just wants a family, a family. Mm-hmm. but you know struggling in life mm-hmm. I, it was awesome marmy laura dern is marmy oh was my gosh beautiful <gasps> perfect she was so good bob odenkirk as parpy <laughs> actually <laughs> i, I called him parpy <laughs> Father Parpy. <laughs> and he, he also said to cut the tension, to break the, so- the sadness yes. of when Beth dies, we're all bawling our eyes out silently yeah. in the room, and yeah. he just breaks the silence with, ugh, Beth is such a drip. Such a drip. <laughs> and that's kind of the one thing they kind of, Beth is kind of a character, but she didn't really bring her to life at all, but it's kind of how she it's is in the book. It is. It's She's kind of just plays Sweet. the music and she reminds Mr. Lawrence of his dead daughter and, and which oh, makes his heart come alive. Oh, and Chris, Chris Cooper. Cooper. Mm. Which I just found out from He's Uncle very Tim. Very well cast. I love Chris Cooper. I love loved him. him in Breach. Love him in Seabiscuit. Love him in Seabiscuit. Golly. But in Breach, He's, we oh, all almost oh, oh. almost lost Pupty Pants. Yeah. <laughs> From the stress of that movie. If Ryan. you want a good, like, nail-biting, suspenseful scene. <laughs> also, how much do we hate Ryan Philippe? Hate! <laughs> hate him hate so his much. face. His face is so oh. stupid. <laughs> no. Don't hate, but don't I love. Mean, <laughs> the thing is, he's perfectly typecast. He always plays kind of the petulant villain, yeah. sort of. But I don't think he is in this movie. I don't think he is in Breach. He's good in Breach. Remember, he's, he's a, a. We don't hate him. Shining. He's great in Breach. And and Chris Cooper was so good in Breach. So, so Chris good. Cooper is the dad. He's Parpy. <laughs> no, he's not the dad. He's Mr. Lawrence. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes. And Bob Odenkirk <laughs> is, is the, the dad. Parpy. 
But the thing is, is that I can't unsee him as Pam's new boss in the office. In the office. And I was like, don't talk. Just be there. Just, Just be there. Be good You're going to distract if you start me. start talking, I'm going to hear the guy in going to take you out of Little Women world. Yes, don't mm-hmm. talk. Don't speak. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, <sighs> let's talk about family flashback. Okay, so in every episode, we want to talk about something about our childhood. Which one do you want to, which, I only, do you have one? I only have one thing that I want to talk about. Okay. And it is, so we have our family, mom and dad, and then Laura, Julie, Leslie, Grace, Taylor, Clark, and Jane, Ann, and Scott. Right. But then we also have, in our childhood, <laughs> in our childhood, our my mom's parents lived in Longview and so and they were kind of well to do and we just had this amazing childhood of Christmases and Thanksgivings and they had they were both widow they were a widow and a widower and yes. they got married. He had five kids and she had three and so they have eight kids altogether. So some of our experiences in our childhood are of our amazing aunts and uncles who yes. are all so funny so funny have such a good great sense of humor, senses of humor. we yes. have memory i have memories because i so strongly introverted i didn't want to be a part of i didn't want to be in the fray in it during a holiday so i would go right back to the back room and turn the tv on and but i remember several times hearing them laugh so hard mm-hmm. and so raucously that i would turn i would turn the tv down and be like it sounds like the house is going to come down. They were mm-hmm. laughing so hard at mm-hmm. each other. So did you, okay, that's why you would go back to the TV? Because you were just I don't want to be in the fray. Okay, I just, we didn't have cable. Yeah. And so I was just obsessed with whatever TV shows I could find. Yeah. And Mimi had cable. And that's so she true. had like Disney and yeah. Nick Jr. and all it's that kind true. of stuff. It's true. And I, yes, that was a motivation, but it was also like. You were like, just get could, me out get of the. Get me out of the fray. Okay. Out of the. So, so the one thing I just wanted to, to talk about today was my, my aunts and uncles, but specifically the uncles, Jim, Tim, and Burke were mm-hmm. the youngest three of yes. the family. And they, every time they'd get together, basically they would have something else to talk about. Yeah. And, and we would always be like, what? What are they talking are they about? talking about that they're so into? One year, it was Uncle Burke was obsessed with 24, the TV show 24. Yeah. And he was like, this is the greatest television yes. I've ever seen, and I'll never forget listening to him talk about that. And then one year, it was about Grey Gardens. They all got a hold of the original <laughs> Grey Gardens they documentary. Were mm-hmm. They were quoting it. They were quoting it, and they were marching around the house doing their dance performances yes. as the mother and as the daughter. As the mother and the daughter, yeah. Oh, so good. So, and, of course, tr- Julie and I found... Grey Gardens, and we've watched it, and we watched the documentary now version of it with Fred Armisen. And that's the best thing I've ever seen. <sighs> I'm not feeding him. And have you watched the movie with Drew Barrymore and Jessica no. Lange? It's kind of sad. It? Well, oh, it is sad. sad. It's, it's a sad story. Terrifying. Sad. It's it's. But it's. <laughs> it's a it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> Truly, tis. Yes. Julie, can you tell me anything about recently that you have said to yourself? <laughs> but actually, I can. But actually? <laughs> yes. So one of the big things, and, and most of my friends have gotten to see this journey for me, but um, we didn't really grow up in a very, 
I didn't grow up in a family that was very physically active or put a lot of um, focus on that. Um, we were good at other things, and and we <laughs> have other strengths, but yes. that was not a strength of mine ever. Right. Um, I always got out of PE, all that kind of stuff, and have always struggled with weight my whole life. Um, but also, thankfully, thanks to my mom and my dad, I've never really had a... I mean, I've struggled with not feeling thin enough, right. that, that kind of thing. But in terms of like self-hatred or right. body image issues, I have really haven't struggled with it like right. like you may expect. Me neither. Um Thank goodness for mom and dad who, it, it was it was kind of like this underlying feeling in all the sisters we've gotten together and talked in the past and been like, you know, we knew we weren't hot bodies. Right. But we did know that we were beautiful. Special. And something special, special And there was us. something special in us. And that, I think, comes from amazing love of, a, of an awesome mom and dad. Yeah. And also parents who love the Lord and who yes. helped us understand that we have a special place in our family. And in the world, regardless of what we look like. What we look like, yeah. Yes. And so and so, as I've became an adult, struggled with my, with my weight the whole time, um, but also through that, really did learn how to understand value aside from what you look like. Yeah. But when the time came, when the time came for some things to change, um, it was time. It mm-hmm. was time for, for me to learn discipline, and I didn't realize how vital and how um, how influential yeah. understanding discipline about your body, yeah. how it affects everything else. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the thing that rules right. your world. Right. But if that's out of balance and everything else yeah. isn't, you've got some balance issues in your life. And there's going right. to be health problems, whether it's no energy right. because you're not physically active. Right. Or it's emotional imbalance yeah. because mm-hmm. you don't feel good mm-hmm. or whatever. And so um, so I started about three years ago. How old was Atticus, your youngest? He was like nine months old. Yeah. And I knew, I knew that I needed to make some changes and I was ready to do it. Yeah. And so I, I was also really excited about the future. I, our church had gone through a big change mm-hmm. and... Um, got a lot of vision that we mm-hmm. hadn't had before yeah. and a lot of a lot of clarified vision mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I got this vision of my life and what it was going to look like in about 15 years and what the potential was and I realized that if I didn't get a hold of my physical health right now I wasn't going to be able to be the worship leader and yeah. the team leader that I needed to be and then also thinking about 15 years ahead thinking about teenage kids yeah. and wanting to be physically active yes. and strong and vibrant for my teenage kids yeah. to first of all set an example but also yes. just to be able to keep up and have a good time yes so I that picture is what pushed me into just an all-around change kind of right away I think I started I think I started the food thing first you did but it was all within a few like a month or two of each other yeah. and I had three little kids and so it was like I had tried to work out at home didn't oh. work for me yeah um, I just knew I had to eliminate all the obstacles so I knew I needed to go to a gym that had classes because oh, okay. I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I knew I needed it to have childcare. Yeah, because I needed to be able to to do this regardless of what was going on in my life. Yeah, and not to wait on someone else. And I also knew that I couldn't depend on anyone else to give me the push. Um, yeah. The cool thing is, is that when you are excited about your life and you know that there are good things ahead, yeah, you just don't need it from anyone else. You don't need someone else to guilt you, push you, any of those things. 
to give you the desire that comes from inside. Yes. And so I started working out. I started, I changed the way I ate. And um, so far I've lost a little over 50 pounds. And it's been three years. And, and there's been changes and slow. There's been plateaus of right. weight loss. And I'm still kind of in the middle of this journey. Right. The cool, the biggest win though is for the last three years, I've been an active person that's yeah. consistently made health yeah. good healthy choices with my food with yes. times of enjoying it times of celebrating and eating fun food times of taking a break from whatever diet or whatever yeah. um lifestyle change but then also I just I haven't ever had a time where I've been like I hate this so much I'm going backwards no. now that being said this Christmas time uh me and my and our sister Taylor Taylor is not our blood and therefore she is an athlete. She is like she grew she's up. She's incredible. She was a played fast pitch softball. She played basketball. Volleyball. She played volleyball. She did track. She's incredible. She's also super competitive and very self motivated too. Yes. She's been an amazing addition to our family in that way. That yes. that whole area um, of physical fitness just came naturally to her. Yes. And that being a part of her life, and so that's been really awesome. Yeah. So we joined this challenge, and I am such a Leslie and I are kind of this. You and I are kind of the same way. <laughs> We don't really like to join a group. Mm -mm. We don't really want to have to keep up with the rest of the mm -mm. crowd. We no. kind of want to be on our own path track. Like you're mm -hmm. a really good long distance runner. You mm -hmm. like to compete against yourself. Mm -hmm. And you also, because then the standard is whatever you decide it is. Right. And whatever s steps and goals you want right. to make, you get to make them and not compare yourself. Comparison demotivates me. Yes. And it does to me too. <laughs> and so I was surprised when I joined this challenge. But I kind of had this thought like, I'm just going to do it and it'll help yeah. me be. So the challenge was we had to go from November 4th to December 23rd. Yeah. It was like 49 days or something crazy like that. It's a long time. It was. And then you, we, you have a total of 10 points you get every day. The most amount of points at the end of the challenge wins and everybody puts money in the pot. And so everybody put, and it was $20 in the pot. Well, it turned out to be... 90 people joining and so there's $1,800 on the line yeah which was insane That's a lot of money so much money and I was so excited and <laughs> yeah. it was you had to get seven hours of sleep a night you had to get four servings of vegetables three liters of water no sugar added 30 minutes of exercise or 10,000 steps a day no alcohol and then you had to report your points every day every day those were your things that you had to do and I was one of five people who had perfect points up until <laughs> like a week before it was over <sighs> and I forgot to report my points one day and lost my one point and I was like well there's yeah. no way I'm gonna win now because there's four other people who are perfect yeah I was so disappointed yeah. and I was just like screw this <sighs> now the cool thing is is that um when you don't look at physical fitness as there's just one end goal, like yeah. a certain weight goal, but right. the goal is to be physical, healthy, active, For then all of time. this, yes, all of these are, are steps forward in that way. Yes. Um, but when I joined this challenge, it put a win or lose on it. Yeah. And I realized that I just really don't, the challenge was fantastic and there was so much benefit to it. I drank yeah. so much water, ate so many vegetables, so I got you. such good sleep <laughs> and, and it was exactly what I needed. But I just remembered that I really do work best by setting my own goals yeah. and kind of, kind of 
going by the beat of my own drum. Yeah. Because I get to see consistency happen over time. Right. And so... Now, so, there's accountability for you, right? No matter what. You want to be accountable. You want to make sure that you are accountable. To me, that's actually... I'm realizing the importance yeah. of that because mm-hmm. I am such a, an island. I want to be an individual. I mm-hmm. want to separate myself from other people. I want to um, do it no matter what. I want to do it secretly and then everybody say, oh, you did that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's me. And so now I'm learning how valuable it is to c- make sure that um, I'm being a- accountable to people mm-hmm. to um, – because it's, it's scary to try. It's scary to try and for everybody to know that you're trying. Yes. And if, and if nobody knows and they just see the results that you've been consistent. Because in my mind, too, I think I shouldn't have to tell people. I just need to do the work. And yep. it's going to – and that's true. Like yeah, you need true. You, you don't need to be just motivated yes. by other people. Yes. But there is a part that, that there's a humility to saying, I'm going to make a change. Yeah. This is going somebody. to be hard. I'm going to tell someone. Yeah. I'm going to be vulnerable. And I'm going to try in front of people. And I think that was the biggest thing, especially when I first started, was yeah. I lead a team of about 40 people on a worship and tech arts team. And they all could see that I was not taking care of my body. Mm. And so to be honest and vulnerable in front of them, it wasn't, but it wasn't shameful. It was yeah. just truthful. Yeah. And open to yeah. say, I'm going to invite the Holy Spirit into this part of my life. Yes. Into saying yes to saying no to certain foods, right. saying yes to good foods, to yes. saying yes to physical fitness. Yes. And in the past where I used to have dread when it would come to exercising, I have not had that dread since I started this journey. So I want to be an encouragement to yes. anybody out there. If you don't think that you can, I was the one who would pick flowers during the mile and PE <clears throat> when they were timing us. <clears throat> and I was the la- I literally picked flat dandelions on that mile like the worst the mm-hmm. worst and I was the second to last every time I, I didn't struggle with weight as a child I s- struggled later on in life but mm-hmm. um I definitely just had that view of myself like I'm not an athletic person it's yeah. just not who I am like mm-hmm. it's just not part of me and um now as an adult it's like no I'm not gonna be an Olympian right but I can do it mm-hmm. and I can try like I can try mm-hmm. I think that's something that um being physically, trying to be physically active has taught me about in other areas of my life Mm -hmm. that I can just try and see, Mm -hmm. like, what if I fail? Who cares? If I don't, Mm -hmm. if I succeed, whatever it is, like, I can just try. We no longer say things like, I'm not athletic. I'm not coordinated. No. I used to say, I have weak ankles. Yeah, because I didn't work them out. Yeah. (laughs) Weak ankles. (laughs) Weak ankles. ankles. So so we don't say that anymore. No. We are physically active. Yes. We make good choices. Yes. We're not perfect by any stretch. And always adjusting my motivation, Mm -hmm. why I'm doing something. It's so easy to compare. Mm -hmm. There's a great quote by Craig Rochelle recently Mm -hmm. that my two of our sisters shared on Instagram, the a really good way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. Yes. And it's like, that is so what the Bible says about our view of ourselves is, can you really look at yourself and say that God didn't make you right? Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. He made you the way that you yes. are. And I'm always challenging myself to look at myself and mm-hmm. say, he made me the way that I am. You yeah. know, it's not, it's not a uh, accidental. It's mm-hmm. not, everything has purpose. 
Um, you know, he made my body the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even with, for me, yeah. even with having the right motivation starting out and having a good view of myself, as you conti- as you go in this journey and start saying, oh, I'm seeing results, I'm seeing, I have a waistline, I have a blah, blah, blah. Right. Then it, it, it is easy to start comparing. comparing so yeah. just continuing to fight for thanking God for who I am, mm-hmm. celebrating who I am, and not trying to compare yes. my body to another person's body who God made them too. Yes. And it's okay it that legs right. look different, different or whatever. Yep. And so that's something that just doesn't go away. No. Of continuing to not take for granted what God's given you. Yes. To value what he's given you as a gift and not compare it to something else and say it's not good enough. Right. Because it is. Yes. My body is strong. Yes. All of those things. And, so, you know, just enjoy, actually enjoying working out. I can't enjoy mm-hmm. working out if I'm hating myself. Yeah, exactly. And I can't say, oh my gosh, this is so... Um, and not that you have to like have like overflowing joy every time that you do right. a workout. Sometimes you just grit it. Grit. grit you're not... It's, this doesn't have to happen every time, but definitely no self-hatred. Mm-hmm. No looking at my body and say, I hate myself, so I want to mm-hmm. change this about myself, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm doing this. Yep. I mean, I've done that before working out. Mm-hmm. It's so it's the destructive. Worst feeling in the world. So destructive. You walk away and you're saying, I, I, I'm really not going to count that because I don't look like that person that I just saw. Yeah. Like, I'm really not going to enjoy this. And so mm-hmm. every, every single time lately, I've just been saying to myself, like, be so grateful mm-hmm. that you can do this. Yes. You can build muscle. That you can get stronger, mm-hmm. that you can uh, you can uh, pay for a gym membership, yep. that your kids have great childcare while you're mm-hmm. doing this. Like instead of being critical, mm-hmm. it's gratefulness. Yeah, so 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 true. Yeah. I love it so much, Leslie. I love you. I, I love, love talking you. <laughs> with you. This is so much fun. This is our first shot at Bed Actually We Can. We've yeah. got so many more things to talk about. We and do. There are so many other areas that we that God's taking us through and that we're learning from. And hopefully we can be an encouragement to each other yes. and to somebody out there. Just hopefully. know that if you if you have believed a lie that you can't do something, you truly can. You really can. With the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and that is really our source for all of our hope and all of our our purpose. Yes. And Christ living in us gives us the power to do everything we need to do yes. in our lives. And he's given us a lot to do. A yes. lot of imper- important things. <laughs> important people, Imper- special people, gifts of yes. people and jobs. And it's all worth doing. Whether yeah. it's taking care of our home or leading people, teaching our children, all of those things. This is work worth doing. Loving our husband, building a partnership with our with our husbands, right. and building our homes—those things that that is work worth doing, and it's worth yeah. doing really, really well. And yeah. so, in this world of it's fun to be cynical and ironic and not look like you're trying very hard, I fight for sincerity. I fight yeah. for truthfulness. I fight for hope and innocence. While we're also making each other laugh and laughing right. about ourselves and all the silly and hilarious things that happen to us and that we do. And yes. I can't wait to share more stories about um, uh, idiot things that we've done and, <laughs> and situations we've gotten in. But until next time, I'm Julie. I'm Leslie. And actually, we, we can. can.